My name is Alyssa LaRue, and welcome to Novel Ideas, the library podcast. It's almost here, ladies and gentlemen. Temperatures in the 80s are higher, the scent of sunscreen everywhere you go, kids running all over the place, and people packing up their cars for road trips and getaways. It's summertime, and that means vacations, staycations, and those hectic family reunions. With all this travel and hopefully some well-earned downtime, what kinds of books are you looking to read? When you go on vacations, do you tend to pack up a stack of books or load your phone with audios? What genres and stories are perfect for those twilight nights or lazy days by the pool? And how can you ensure that you'll actually get through that TBR pile this summer instead of mindlessly scrolling people's Instagrams? Our guests today are the kinds of people TSA agents wonder about as they scan their book-filled suitcases, librarians Hannah Adamson, Dawn Best, and Corey Dodds. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Hello. Hello. Thanks. Hey. All right. Well, let's get started talking about vacation reads and, you know, getting into that, like, warm weather beachy mindset. Cause oh, please. When we make Minter go away, please. Because <sighs> yeah. with the Whatever rain out is. there, I don't, where, if you are not in the Kansas area and, you're, and you found this podcast, right now it is a stormy, rainy, terrible mess out there. And, and I really feel sorry for my friends in Colorado. It's Who snowing. are dealing with snowing. massive amounts of snow? Yeah. Yeah. It could so always be we worse. could please just have winter go away. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, summer comes. Game yeah. of Thrones is over. Yes, <laughs> winter, winter, winter is gone. Is done. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with a couple of just like kind of prep questions. This is more just getting to know the librarians' questions. So first off, what was your favorite vacation? This could be a vacation you took as a child, as a teen, as an adult. What was one of your favorite vacations? I actually wrote down one for each season of my life so far. So as a little kid, it would have been going to the entire town flea market in White Cloud, Kansas with my grandparents. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's a little town on a hill that runs into the river and the entire town turns into a flea market. And I had the best time. I used to run around the entire town. I got electrocuted by a fence. It it was just, it was all around good times. This was one of your favorite vacations as a kid? Yes. I got electrocuted by a fence. Yes, yes. It was a great time. So as a teenager, it is a cross between um, Hot Springs, Arkansas, staying in the Hot Springs in the Arlington Hotel, and going to Graceland with my grandmother as my little short Nana yelled from the back of the tour group, I want to see the toilet where he died. <laughs> and as an adult, oh, did they show her? Did they show her? No, Aww. it's it's ripped off. And as an adult, it's a hash up between Portland and Gernsville, California, which Gernsville is this little town right outside of wine country that you can walk to hike the redwoods or you can walk to canoe in this huge river and it's just beautiful there so sorry all oh. all about dawn Wonder, that was wonderful <laughs> no the people are going to be googling for their next yeah. vacation yeah. ideas that's scary stuff perfect all right miss anna um well i don't know i did, i wrote down like like the big iconic ones like we went on our honeymoon to hawaii mm-hmm. and that was pretty awesome um we wasn't went, that where you almost got eaten by a turtle yeah it did it tried yeah. to eat me it was the ocean. i have a fear of sea turtles it came up, it came up right next to me out oh. of the water because if you go to waikiki 
I think the sea turtles are probably used to the tourists being out in that water. And I mean, I could have reached out and touched its head. Oh, and anything It in made the water. a noise, and I was like, no. I screamed, and my husband, we like, we bought floats that we left there with, because, you know, you're not going to fly with a float thing right. over. And I screamed, and Noel was like, what? And I was like, that turtle just tried to eat. Did you hear the Jaws music? I would have. The minute yeah. I saw that turtle head, I would have been and like, then, no. And then it, it went down, and I don't know where it went. Right. Right, right. That's what's so scary. Yeah, I wanted out. I wanted out. So, yeah. Um, and then, like, as a kid, my parents, my dad won a trip to Disney World one time. Big stuff. What, and, like, he won a trip, so then we extended it. I think they paid, like, a little extra money, and we extended it. And we were there for a week. And I was a teenager. I think I was probably, like, early, early teen, and my brother was probably, like, 10 or 11, so we were, like, the perfect age to do That's it how old all. I was when I went to Disney World, all, too. But yeah. honestly, probably my most favorite vacations, um, lately, we've been going to the lake with my big, giant extended family, um, like, all the cousins that I grew up with as kids, and that was really fun. Um, and then, probably our, my, my favorite vacation of recent is my brother-in-law lives in New York City, and so we can go up there and stay with them, so Very New York's cool. expensive, but if you have a free place to stay... Um, and the boys just love it, like traveling on the subway and feeling like a real New Yorker because you're like living there, you're not staying in a hotel, and I don't know, it's a really yeah, big very cool. deal. Yeah, That's very awesome. fun. So awesome. Miss Corey. So um, as a kid, when I turned, the summer I turned nine, we knew we were moving from Utah to California the next summer, so we took a giant vacation in our big old station wagon, nice. towing a travel trailer. And we went from Utah and we went to Washington State and up to the Vancouver area and we went to Oregon and we went to California and we played on the beach and we saw the Redwoods and we went Beautiful. to San Francisco and our car died along the <laughs> highway. We got a front tire, all those funny things. And so it was really fun. And when um, I was home last week with my parents and we were talking about that vacation and how many funny different memories we all had of that vacation. So that one was And were all your fun. siblings a so, part of that vacation? Um, yes. So at the time, though, I only had my two younger sisters. Oh, okay. So, so it wasn't the yeah, full Yeah, it wasn't flinch. all five of us. Yeah. It wasn't all five of us because the younger two were actually born after we moved to California. Okay. So okay. it was just, just it was just the three girls. Easy peasy. Yeah. So it was just the three girls. But yeah. Um, got to go to a lot of really fun places when we lived in Germany. Of course, living in Germany was almost like a three-year vacation. Yeah. Well, not really because it, there were lots of all the no, normal day-to-day -day stuff, but super fun things to do really close by. Um, but I would say most recently, I think my favorite vacation most recently, just because I keep looking back at it and going, I want to do this again, but it was 10 years ago. Um, we spent eight days in Jamaica, Ooh. literally just hanging on the beach. That is beautiful. Nice. For eight days. Oh. It was fantastic. And I really want to do it again. Yeah. Especially in this gray, cold weather. Yes. Like, just yes. take me back to the beach. Oh, this California girl is feeling a little need for the beach. Yeah. So what stuff do, do you have upcoming? Any upcoming vacations? So in the months of June, July, August, maybe even September, any places you guys are planning to go to? Nope. I did my one week last week in Arizona. Beautiful. 
95 yeah. degrees, totally dry, mm -hmm. perfect weather in my book. And yeah, so are you gonna do maybe do like staycations? Do you have so, any time off in the next couple of months? Um, no, just a, just a little bit here and there. Okay. Just some, and we we tend now that we're empty nesters. We tend to vacation in the off periods. Yeah, yeah. You know, December is, we almost always take a vacation in December, first early December. The amusement parks, by the way, great time to go to shoot, mm -hmm. sir. I shouldn't share that. I should keep that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, Perfect. Um, yeah, no, we, so we're just going to kind of, it's going to be a chill summer at our house. We're just kind of hanging out. It's nice. Nothing big yeah. going on, so. Um, we're we're going to go to Kansas City, which it's not, I mean, it's not super exciting, but we started, we started doing this last year with my brother-in-law where instead of us going to New York or them coming here, we meet somewhere. And mm -hmm. so last summer we went to Arizona, um, and this summer we're just going to go to Kansas City because they can get a direct flight into mm -hmm. Kansas City and nice. we can just, it's like a two and a half hour, three hour right. drive up there. So yep. we're going to stay at Great Wolf Lodge, which my kids love. And I don't That's think fun. my little <laughs> nephews, which are two and four, uh, they haven't been before. So we're going to do that and then time. just... I mean, there's lots of places yeah. to eat. Oh, there's yeah. lots of things to do. Oh, it's very fun. Yeah, so I think we're going to do that. And then I get to go to ALA, which isn't yeah. really a vacation. It's work, but it's still a vacation. It's a librarian vacation. It's a librarian vacation in Washington, D.C. at the end of June. So I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. All right, Don, any, any vacation yes. plans? We leave in just a couple of weeks for Cozumel. Ooh. So we're going to be in Cozumel, just the Mr. and I and yeah, some other adults. No, but then we take them in July to South Padre. So we've got nice. two beach vacations this summer lined up that I'm super excited for. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Oh, very nice. All right. Well, with all these vacations or staycations planned, let's talk about reading. So broad question to start. Do you like to read while on vacation? And how do you make time to read, especially if you have a lot of family around or you have obligations like events? I love to read on vacation when I can. Some vacations, that's just not really mm -hmm. an option. Right. We went to Florida a few years ago. Three, it's been like two and a half years ago now, I think. I don't know. And, um, but that was, that was Universal Studios, Harry Potter World, right. oh, yeah. no you know, so there was not a, that was not a reading vacation. Jamaica, on the other hand, total reading vacation. So it really just kind of depends, but I do love to read on vacation when I can. And if I'm flying, definitely taking books because there is nothing better to do in an airport or an airplane than read a book I feel like mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah yeah I mean yeah like what she said there's definitely vacations like I don't think I read I don't think I took a I probably had a book for the plane in Hawaii but I don't while we were there I didn't read but then um like when we went to Arizona we rented out a cabana and my boys were both old enough to be able to go off into the water park by themselves and so I parked my butt in one of those lounge chairs and sunned myself and read for hours. Mm -hmm. Like I would take breaks yeah. to eat and check on children and reapply sunscreen. But other than that, I was reading. But then um, Alyssa and I talked about this, and she thinks this is cool. This is one thing that we do is if we do drive, which we do sometimes, um, like when we go, my kids are cross-country runners, and so every November we have like a built-in family vacation with our extended cross-country family, and we drive, and it's usually – in the Midwest-ish area, so like we've gone to Kentucky, we've gone to Indiana, so you're talking like a 10 to 12 hour drive there, 12 hours there, and then 12 hours back. So what I do is, we started doing this three or four years ago, is I'll pick a book that I will read out loud in the car to my husband and the boys. 
Um, and so I had to look it up. I had to go back and remember. But the first time um, we read Jenny Lawson, Let's Pretend This Never Happened. That's <laughs> a good one. Um, and my children... <laughs> I, that would be interesting. Yeah, sometimes they would pipe up from the back seat because sometimes I think they listen, but then other times they have their headphones in and they're listening to music on their iPods or they're watching a movie or something. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I, I do think they're sitting back there listening. And there was one time where Mark was like, and I think he was probably eight at the time, he was like, Mom, is this appropriate? <laughs> no, son, it's not. No, Put your headphones back it's on. It's kind of a gray area, yeah. but it's okay. And then we read um, Brett and Link's Book of Mythicality, and then last. Uh, last winter or last fall, whatever you want, November, late November, um, we read Two Hours by Ed Caesar where they talk about trying to break the two-hour marathon uh, record, so, oh, very cool. which my that's, boys thought was cool. But it's, that's very cool. I wish I yeah. could read in the car, but I get motion well, sickness, mm -hmm. so we opt audiobooks. Yeah, see, yeah, we, so we thought about audiobooks. doing that this last time, but I don't know what happened, because I used to get insanely car sick. It didn't matter if I was sitting in the front or the back or whatever. But I think it was maybe since I've had babies, since I've been pregnant, like I don't know if my, something in my brain changed, but if I'm sitting in the front seat, I can read a book. That's awesome. Yeah. I still can't. So and we still, and we make sure, and I think fantastic. doing it out loud too, like I don't, oh, that's, I have not yeah. tried to do it not Just out loud. Just sitting and reading, but yeah. Yeah. So. I love that you can do that. That's very cool. Yeah. And my husband loves it. Like he's already, like it's, it's May and it's November's. Still several months away, and he's already asking me, like, oh, we need to pick a book to read. So, And that's awesome, because we talked about cool. how Noel is not a huge reader. Not a huge reader. Yeah. But he does like to listen to me read in November. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. What about you, Miss Dawn? Yeah, so on planes, I also have, I have a genuine inner ear vertigo situation mm -hmm. and not only does motion mess with me but the sound from airplanes messes with me too so i listen on planes with like noise canceling headphones like i need to be locked and loaded and so i like to listen to audio um but when my kids were smaller and we traveled places we would share a motel room because you know your kids are little and so I would have to read on my Kindle always because the lights would already be off and I would have to be able to see. But now that they're older and, you know, renting houses and whole apartments is a thing, now it's so much easier, at least when we're inside, because normally we're all spread out and we can read in different spots. I would love, especially with the South Padre coming up, I would love to listen to something because we are driving there and it is going to be a long drive. But I, my husband needs music the whole time so normally he's listening to music I'm listening to a book and my girls have their headphones yeah. on too sometimes they read sometimes they listen so all different ways to get your book on I'm hoping mm -hmm. when we are in Cozumel all I want to do is be on a beach with a book that's I will, all I'm going to do and I will say that this is a time that I, I love paper books. I mean, I want a printed mm -hmm. book most of the time, mm -hmm. but I will say that traveling is when I am incredibly grateful for the invention of yeah. the e-reader. Yeah. And I mean e-reader. I don't yeah. mean tablet. I mean dedicated e-reader. Mm -hmm. Because when, I, when we went to Jamaica, I had to carry any books I wanted to read. The Kindle hadn't been invented yet. Mm. And so... I hauled my, <laughs> I hauled, this is beach reading for you. Yeah. I hauled my big old hardcover copy of Dracula. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I read on the beach in Jamaica was Dracula. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic, by the way. Um, and, and another book, which I don't remember. And then, and then I was 
done and we got to the airport in Montego Bay to come home and I was like no, and you had to buy a book got to have a book in the yeah. airport yeah so I had to buy a book. Buy it. yeah but now with my Kindle I can take 7,587 books with me. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I probably have that many on it. So, yeah. yeah. And not take books and get there and right. it's not the right book. And, oh, it's not what not... you want. Yes. So you're like, okay, what else do I have? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I read three print books and a Kindle book last week on vacation in Arizona. It was awesome. Nice. Brilliant. Well, great segue. Um, what makes a good book to bring on vacation? Is it a certain type of story, a certain length? We'll just start there. I, I well, I want to go back to what you were saying because a lot of times, if I take a physical book, I want it to be a paperback, which I'll get into what I already have lined up for this summer later. But it's just easier to hold and to take. I don't want to like right now. I'm trying to read um, Nosferatu because it's about Ooh. to come out as a show yes. on AMC, and I really want to get to it before the show comes out. But I can't find a cheap paperback of it anywhere because everybody's reading it, and it's this ginormous hardback. There's no way I'm lugging that thing. I'm not going to take Stephen King's The Stand with me. Yeah, on vacation. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'll <laughs> right? I had a beat up yeah. paperback of The Stand. Right. I would do that, but it needs to. And it also needs to be something that I think is going to grab my attention. Mm -hmm. This Definitely. is not the time, at least for me, to take nonfiction. Or biographies, not that I ever really pick those up anyway. See, and I read nonfiction on vacation. And I know a lot of people do. I'm 100% a not nonfiction reader. Yeah, it like, would not be enough not, to, yeah, to suck me in. Two that I really liked, I wanted to say, I've said this before, does not seem like a vacation read, but the language of flowers got a hold of me when we were in Myrtle Beach. I had it on my Kindle. I know you love it. She's like fanning herself across the table. <laughs> that, oh my gosh, that book is it's so It's really good. I've read it too. It's it really was good. a one it was a one sitting reading for me. Yeah. Literally yeah. a one sitting really? reading for it me. Is. And yes, I can totally see taking that on vacation. Yeah. But it's yeah. literary fiction in my mind as I remember it. It's not like an easy read. It's a very serious read. But it's kind of sad. Loved it. It's sad. Yeah. It got a hold of me. And then what, a couple of years ago when we're just at the lake, you know, I read uh, Final Girls by Riley Sager and it was a whole like, um, also it? not particularly light. Final Girls was also a super yeah. compelling read. Yeah, and it was very good mm -hmm. for the where I was because I was up late while everybody was asleep reading <gasps> this, hearing, and we're in this big cabin yeah. and I'm hearing stuff outside the cabin kind of thing. So, nice yeah, and creepy. Yep. those nice and creepy. That's I like my it. take on that. I like <laughs> something, something thrilling, captivating. Yes, yes. Although yeah. that's why I said the language of flowers because I would not think that would be any of those things. Sure. But it just got and a hold of me. Book. Got a hold. Well, man, yeah. you you're constantly flipping. To, I know I would always flip to that back dictionary mm -hmm. and be like, "Oh, what does this flower mean?" And just, yeah, yeah it, it it really entranced. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a super intriguing book. I read it. Yeah, read it. Miss but what non, about you? Miss nonfiction on vacation. Yeah, what, yeah. what works for you on vacation? <laughs> well, I usually have like a nonfiction book, usually something running related or history related. But then I also tend to just pick up like the easy big reads that people you hear about. Like mm. like I've read. read most of Dan Brown's those popular bestsellers, popular bestsellers sure. that I, you know, yeah. I read those, and then um, I like mysteries or maybe like scary books. For some mm -hmm. reason, I like to read those in the summer. Maybe because yep. there's more daylight hours. Yeah, <laughs> so, 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 it's a good time to read. there's certain I can't read scary books in the winter. I don't sure. know what it is. Yeah. But, and then I'm pretty sure I need I I have no way of going back, but I think. 
Harry Potter was read in the summer because I can see that. My mom got hooked on Harry Potter very early. Like I think she probably found it after the second. Because I remember waiting for the third book. And they often came out in the summer. Yeah, Yeah. and so I remember like when she finally was like, "Okay, you need to sit down and read these." Probably when the fourth one came out, um, and she was reading that one. Then I went back and started. So I remember sitting um, in my mom's bedroom. She had this pop-on chair, and so she would sit. She sat in it, and I probably sat on their bed. Um, and read the books together. So, like, yeah, Aww, probably. That's a nice memory. Yeah, it yeah, was good. I like it. Um, uh, and then, like, Janet Ivanovich and then Carl Hyacin, if you've never read his yeah. hilarious stuff, so, like, funny mysteries. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I love that you mentioned Harry Potter, um, and you mentioned you're going to Great Wolf Lodge for vacation this summer. So, my kids um, picked up Harry Potter pretty quickly. And the summer that the fourth one came out, I had to go at midnight buy it because we were leaving on vacation to the Great Wolf Lodge yeah. <laughs> on that morning. And so we had, and so everybody, I think everybody in the family, all six of us, well, maybe not my husband. I don't know. Maybe he did because he, um, he spent more time, more downtime on that vacation because he'd hurt his back. Mm-hmm. And so he was kind of like down a little bit more. So I think actually he read it too. I think that was the first Harry Potter book we had to buy two copies of. So you could pass it around. So we could just pass them <laughs> oh. around with all four kids. What and, a great time. I mean, Great Wolf yeah. Lodge. So, yeah, Great Wolf Lodge and Harry Potter. Oh, so nice. yeah, so that was really fun. Um, really, Dracula, you wouldn't, I wouldn't think necessarily you think of Dracula, but really... No, I think I maybe reading on the beach in the sunshine was maybe yeah. the best option. <laughs> You're yeah. safe. You know, right? Not in a creepy castle. I didn't read it in Germany in a creepy castle. Right. So, which is probably good. <laughs> well, if anybody listening is completely on to that Dracula, then I would suggest yeah. this summer you pick up Dracul. If you yeah. haven't read it yet, it is... Um, mm-hmm. I need to get Rom it. Stoker's, um, like, great-great-nephew or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's Ooh. amazing. It's like the... How he... What you know, a fictional account of what right. happened to him to make him write Dracula. Hmm. Wow. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Okay, so other yes. vacation books. I'm with Hannah. I like mysteries also. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a fantasy reader. And so uh, I, I like to, I, I tend to sort of lean toward those. Um, really, it's just kind of anything that looks great that will fit kind of what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So last week when I was in Arizona, I had started a series by Maria Snyder called the Soul Finder yes. series, right? So I'd read Poison Study and Magic Study and Fire Study, which are the first three in the books. And then I picked up Shadow Study, which is the fourth one, because man, I was devouring these books like crazy. They are amazing yeah. and I just don't want to break the story. Cool. So I pick up Shadow Study, book four, and I open it up and within the first five pages I'm like, there is a whole lot of story missing here. So what Maria Snyder did was she wrote this trilogy that fits between book four, book three and book four of the Soul Finder series. Oh, wow. And she writes it from another character's, a character who plays a very significant role at the end of book three. Uh, no spoilers, just a very significant <laughs> role at the end of book three. She writes it from this person's perspectives, this other trilogy. And it's fascinating. So those were the three books I read last week. Yeah. And then so moved now, on to book four. So now I can pick up book No, because I didn't pack book four and take it with me. Oh, because you, you guys, I'm crazy, and I didn't take it with me. So book four is sitting at home. Mm-hmm. But I had my Kindle with me, because I never travel without my Kindle. And I was in the middle of a series by Jeff Wheeler. 
So I finished the book two in that series and started book three in that series because yeah. those are on my Kindle. Nice. So again, fantasy though. Yeah. They were fantasy. Nice. Um, I find that that, these are, and these, when I say fantasy, these are not, um, um, I, I don't know, they're sort of atypical fantasy. I okay. mean, you've read The Poison, you've read this. I've heard of it, right, right. yeah, so that's, it's on my The Maria Snyder yeah. series, there's some magic involved and stuff, so it's not high fantasy, but right. it's definitely got a fantasy feel. Um, same with the Jeff Wheeler series, it's sort of more subtle um, magic. Not really magical reality, though, because they're whole world building and all of that but I found that to be a really fun escape and since vacation is an escape that's often yeah. kind of where I go well that's but a great that's again a great too, point so. in that uh, moving on if you're in the middle of a series taking the next book in the series is kind of good because you've already got everything established mm -hmm. you know right. you like it and so you can just kind of continue on with it while you're on vacation so that's yeah. a really good point yeah are there any books that you would recommend not packing in your suitcase so I know well, for me, maybe this isn't the time to bust out in a Karenina, you know, like, yeah. but you know, there's somebody out there Someone's that's like, yes, yes, this is the perfect time to do it because that's, I have the time. Maybe I have the time to devote to it when yeah. I wouldn't, because it's I have, I can read for maybe choice. a longer, like Hannah reads a lot of nonfiction mm -hmm. and I'm pretty much probably not ever going to pack a nonfiction mm -hmm. book on vacation. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's why, because that's why I always have two. So I'm usually, if I'm going to read right. a nonfiction book, I'm usually reading something lighter on top of that. So it's, and my brain can, I know some people can't do two books at the same time, but I mean, if it's vastly, if different, vastly different, like right now I'm reading Endure, which is a nonfiction book about running and like how the, the brain can control the body and you can actually push past some of your physical limits. It's very scientific. It talks a lot about the biology and physiology behind running. So I sometimes will get through a chapter of that and be like, oh, okay, I need a break. So then I'm reading a YA book right now called The Hot Dog Girl. And that I, one that I should have yes, yes, I know, which it, popped up again. I saw adorable. it somewhere else. It popped up yeah, as a thing. The, the conversation in it, the, the way she writes the, um, the dialogue is just fantastic. Oh, that's fun. You know, this is maybe a really good time to bring up too. Um, don't forget that if you're on vacation, and you find something you, you are not, you know, you can't figure out what it is you want to read, use your library card. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have to be here yeah. to yeah. check out ebooks. And so, and between your, all the different databases, you can yeah, find something. With, Hoop, with Hoopla, which has ebooks and audio audiobooks, RB Digital has audiobooks and magazines, and the Sunflower e Library has audiobooks and e-audiobooks, yeah. anything, you're going to, you're, you're really going to find something, something that you like. So even if you have brought things and they're just not working for you, don't forget to use your library card. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Dodd, I don't know if what you wanted to add to that. Are there any books oh, that you I, wouldn't pack on vacation? Well, no, I wanted to say that I, I, I'm like no to the nonfiction and no to the uh, you know, anything serious like that. But I'm actually listening to nonfiction right now, and mm -hmm. it just kind of hit me. But here's my idea of nonfiction, and I have to put a shout-out to Ashley because she turned me on to this. It's called Some Girls, and it's um, a story yeah, about yeah. a girl who goes to Brunei to be part of a harem, basically, mm. for the prince of Brunei. Oh, wow. So she's, you know, she's deep into the story right now. And, of course, me in the beginning, Get to the good part. Yeah. I'm in the good parts now, but that's that's my kind of nonfiction. So yes, yes. would I listen to that on a trip? I would. 
Yeah. So we had mentioned beach reads earlier, and I wanted to throw this out there. I love this. Vacation reads, so I figured we'd just have a little discussion about this. So um, beach reads are kind of a, a, a marketing topic or tactic of their light and fluffy books, usually set on an island or somewhere near water. Um, they contain a fast-paced adventure or mystery or some kind of romance. A lot of times you can spot them because the cover has a beach Covers on beach, it or yes, an umbrella yes, yes. or a sandal or, yeah. you know, like a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. It has that kind of like light blue, ocean blue aesthetic. Yes. A lot of those have been... Yeah. I, I subscribe to um, a couple of different email newsletters for mm-hmm. ebook bargains. Um, I, you know, of course I follow some reading stuff on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm seeing a lot of those types of covers pop up. I'm thinking like Susan Mallory and yep. Susan... Yep. Susan Wittig, I think, is one. Why are they all Susans? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very peachy name. Jennifer Weir. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, some of some of those. So what do we think of those? Authors. Do you like them? Do you not like them? Are this they appropriate? So, so for the past six years, it gets this time of year and the sun comes out. It's not right now, but as soon as it starts getting warm and I start getting excited, I look over to Ashley and I go, I'm going to go get some beach reads off the shelf. And she's like, Don, don't do it. You're not going to read that. And I'm like, I might. I want to read it. Now, I never read these books. <laughs> I never care for these authors at any time. But I go out there and I grab these Oh, these things with the covers on them that look nothing like anything I would read. And I take them home. And then they just come back. They just come back. I, I get so excited for summer, and I'm like, this is the person I'm going to be. But I never do. Why, why, do, why is the pull there? Is it because it's kind of like reinforcing that summer feeling? I think so. Yeah. I think it's summer, and, you know, as an adult, we don't get that end of school, summer. And for Rush. me, it's like yeah. reliving that. Summer vacation that. doesn't get a real – you don't get like – it's summer vacation now. Yeah. I mean, even – if you have kids still in school, mm-hmm. you kind of get it, but not, you don't get it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, um, I admit to being much the same. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not typically, although I readily admit that I consider Leanne Moriarty sort of okay, that, yeah, yeah. sort of that betrayed yeah, category. Yeah. Except they're, to me, they're a lot more meaty. Mm-hmm. Her oh, books yeah. are a lot more meaty. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I do the same thing. I think, oh, That's I love this cover. It's so – but I have a really hard time reading a story that's – this is going to sound really funny – a story that's just a story. Mm-hmm. I want some stuff in it. Yeah. Um, which I think is why I gravitate to world building and fantasy and mysteries and thrillers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love the idea of a beach read. And I think there's a lot of people who really love them. And I think they're 100% valuable as books. Oh, I agree. I they're agree. So, I think they are. They're similar to like that romance um, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and so many right. people love that. And that's just yeah. their itch And it's just their thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm wrong and any teachers are going to get mad at me, but I feel like a lot of teachers because they are adults and they get that summer, I feel like they come in and get a lot of that I because know. it's yeah. part of their summer experience too. And and I want to be that. Yeah. I want to be a librarian who has Maybe summers off. I might, have worn, I might have worn myself out on those when I was in high school. Could be. I mean, it could be that I just maybe wore myself out on those when I had summers. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in California, I spent my summers either at the pool or in the hammock in our backyard mm-hmm. reading. Yeah. 
I, I was in high school from 78 to 82. I started in the fall of 78. I graduated in 1982. So, Jaws. Oh, I read Jaws once. I read Jaws once. <laughs> oh, Talk about a good that summer beach read. That is a good summer go. beach read right I have it in paperback to read. <laughs> yeah, so, so, but um, for all of you out there, I wouldn't recommend throwing that at your 13 or 14-year-old. Yeah, you said I it was, think the I book was, was very graphic. The book Big. is pretty graphic. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I've never read that one. Like, maybe maybe let's we should do that say, one together. Yeah. 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 Let's say sexually graphic. Yeah, she said oh, oh, Yeah. Oh, it is, it, yeah, go. Jaws, the book, has actually got some pretty graphic sex scenes. And Here, maybe... I my <laughs> pin click so I can write it. Like, I think probably the closest thing to a feature, so. I've already mentioned it, but Carl Hyacin, all of his books are like... His are light. In, they're light And I mystery. haven't read any of his. You and once you to. mentioned it's that, so okay, funny. here you, goes my pen. They're similar to like the Janet Ivanovich kind of feel where they're like a mystery okay no, no, they're, better. Say, they're okay. better they're better i think they're they're meatier. the writing is better they're a little meatier and you don't have to read the same story over and over yeah okay. some of them go together like some of them have similar characters in it but they're all set like down in florida in the everglades mm-hmm. so I've there's like yeah. marshiness i haven't read many of his adult books but i really loved hoot see and i haven't hoot. read any of the kid books uh, because see, I'm and that's a, a middle grades yeah, book I'm and i really loved hoot okay Okay, I'm gonna, so, I gotta, I'll look it up. I think Skinny okay. Girl would probably be a good one to okay. do. Yeah. Or, no, Skinny Dip. Sorry, Although skinny I'm dip. still like in such a drought with the reading. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't I'm finished really the book in a long time. But yeah, probably Razor Girl. That's the other one. Tourist Season, Sick Puppy. Oh, they're all good. Okay. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. that's what I take okay. down. Take one. South Padre. All right. <laughs> perfect. No, that was great. That was great. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, if there's a little bit of a mix of a, you know, a... Uh, Maybe we might read them, maybe not, but I mean, yeah. they definitely have their place for sure. And sure. they definitely put you in that mindset. Definitely. And if you're not like, if you're not going on vacation or not doing any kind of beachy type vacation, then sometimes those books are great because they can kind of put you in that. They do. Do you have a planned to be read list for the summer or do you just pick up one book at a time as they interest you? I probably pick up a book at a time as I list, or I probably, I probably pull it off my Goodreads to read list, but then the other thing that my boys and I have started doing over the past couple of summers is we'll read a book together, and so um, we were flipping through um, our Netflix thing last night, well, like, our, my, or I guess it was my list of things that I wanted to watch, and like, the series of unfortunate events has just kind of been chilling on there. I think I watched, like, the first one, and I think... I, not that I wasn't interested in it, but I think I had the thought of my boys would really like this, so I should probably pause mm-hmm. this and save it for later. Well, then Marky, who is 10, he piped up, well, Mom, I read a couple of those books. Maybe I should read those books this summer. And then John, who's my 12-year-old who can fly through books, like he read the entire Harry Potter series in a sum, like the summer that he turned 10. Um, he was like, well, I've never read those. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. How very about cool. all of those? I've never oh, read very them. Fun. I was they're like, fun. how about we all read them together? Because they're super fast. They're short little things. I think it, I might be able to get it on my e-reader, and then the boys mm-hmm. can both have a copy of it, and maybe we can read it together. So I do that with my kids. But, yeah, probably I just pull off my list or um, pick something that's yeah. beachy. Mm-hmm. Beachy. <laughs> beachy. Beachy. Yeah. I tend to just pull whatever sounds interesting. I sometimes will make it to read stack and then I typically never get to it. So I kind of have, I do have to read list on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Um, my book clubs often dictate some of my summer reading, which I also like that uh, I attend three different book clubs. 
one of them doesn't meet in June and July. Okay. But but you're leading but mine next I, month. I am. So while I'm gone. So yeah. So I've got Don's book. So I actually I actually checked out four books before I left yesterday. Two for book clubs and two that were just on my to read list. Yeah. So nice. I I kind of. So I guess you could say that because of book clubs, that's a sort of summer to read Mm -hmm. list. And I stick with those. And then I fill with whatever appeals at the time. So, yeah, I do both as well. I have some, you know, that I'm planning to take. But my mind will change so many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some books that you've enjoyed reading on vacation or in the summertime in general? So whether it was actually on a trip or it was just in a summer, mm-hmm. you read a book that just captivated We you. haven't mentioned these yet. And I, uh, Amanda Stevens, <laughs> you can't, the Graveyard Queen. You can't clean this, but Hannah just like pointed it. Yes. yes. Amanda Stevens, The Graveyard Queen. I'm pretty sure we read those in a summer. I think it was the summer that we Sounds read those. Right. Sounds right. Because there's the first three, oh, and then I read the she has written one. three more. Oh, so good. So good. Like, I, those, are, those are ones that I think I want to go back and reread. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. And they're just, they look like little Harlequin paperbacks, but it's so much more than that, and they're so fun. Good. They are. Yeah. Uh, Trisha, back in, in, in YS, she saw me looking, because I was writing, like, Alyssa gives us our list, and I was writing some answers, and she saw me looking, and she goes, that looks cool. And I'm like, these are the best, best. books. I feel like they are like a little hidden gem. They because are. Because they look like a Harlequin. They don't yeah. look like something serious. But they're so I know. Good. I picked it up because it felt ghosty and gothic. And then I was like, everybody that came near me, I was like, you have to read this. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's, she's <clears> three <throat> came out real on top of each other. And then she has since written three more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's going to write another one. Probably not. Oh, I need to catch up on those because I read the first and I absolutely loved so it. Good. But it was, I was inundated with so many other things mm-hmm. that I needed to read at the time and I never got back to it. Yeah. Um, Deanna Rayborn. Oh, uh, yeah. Deanna Rayborn, Vanessa, or Veronica Speedwell. I am in love with Veronica Speedwell. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Nice. Um, but I, I don't actually read those in the summer because I usually get galleys. Mm-hmm. And so I read them in the winter, but they come out in the summer. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're really great summer reading. Um, I would say that one of the ones I read, <clears throat> I read A Gentleman in Moscow. Mm-hmm. And because I got the galley, so it came out in early September, almost two years ago. But I got to read that one in the summer. And uh, it's going to get a reread this summer. I think it's just yeah. going to have to get a reread this summer. Sweet. Um, I love that too. But other than that, yeah, no, my summer reading pattern doesn't differ tremendously from my rest of the year reading pattern. We spent a lot of time by the pool, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, I'm sure, but listening to Salem's Lot in the summertime by the pool when you're listening to this very creepy, weird thing, and you're watching all the people swim and the kids swim was, it was just like I had my own little secret, you know, and I thought it was so great. And then you mentioned Agatha Christie and I love Agatha Christie. And then there were none. I, it is a great summertime kind of, I like spooky stuff and dark stuff in the summertime to you and being able to listen to it at the pool because I can't ever see you know, a book or the sun is just, I'm terrible about not wearing a hat or anything. So (laughs) it's hard. I'd much rather listen, but spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky stuff. Yeah. Spooky stuff is great summer stuff. So what is going in your suitcase this summer? What are you packing? I have been sitting on Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. I've read some of her newer psychological thriller stuff and loved it. So I got the paperback of Then She Was Gone. 
I've been told by Ashley that it is good, so I definitely plan to take it with me. Um, an older one, uh, Greg, I think you say it, Isles, I-L-E-S. Mm -hmm. I bought the very first in one of his series in paperback, and I've been sitting on that planning. And then Ruth Ware has a new one coming out that I got on NetGalley, The Turn of the Key, and I love her stuff. So those are my three picks for sure. Sweet. I don't know if I have anything specific. I still have one textbook that's going in my suitcase. Oh, that sounds that's, horrible. Yeah, you're close to getting <laughs> so you're close to done. The last semester, and then I maybe next summer I'll just like lose my marbles on how many books can I read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Evelyn's are on my list. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn, Evelyn Hugo. Oh, please, yeah. because yes. I have not gotten to that one yet, and I need to. So Perfect seven, summer read. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is on my, on my list, list for this summer. Oh, you guys have to. And read. also the Seven and a Half Deaths yeah. of Evelyn Hardcastle. Yes. Yes. Which so I the Evelyns are on my list. I have yeah, a paperback of that list. that I got an advanced reader copy that's sitting in Ashley's cube. If you want it, I may I may snag it. because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's too yeah. Too and then other than that, um, I've just picked up a variety of books here and there. I need to finish the Caraval series mm -hmm. that uh, I had the final book in that one delivered a couple weeks ago. Um, is that an advanced copy or is that the new No, it was one? released it on out. May 7th. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, I, I, pre I just ordered them. I pre-ordered from, pre from Amazon, so it sure. was delivered to my house on May 7th. And I have picked up some non-fiction. Okay, you guys, seriously, you're all going to die. I picked up some non-fiction sort of, they qualify in the self-help series. Mm. Brené mm. Brown. Oh, I yeah. have her books so, for class. Like, yes. So my leadership um, class, I yeah. just on a whim picked up Rising Strong. Um, and oh, I've like, seen that one. Yeah, yeah, so I just on a whim picked it up. Now, my daughter reads Bernie Brown faithfully. She loves yes. every single one of them. She raves over them, but she also reads a lot of that sort of genre, and I, like, um, it's, like... No! It's a little different, but... But no, hers no, are no. so real. They're She's very so real. real that as I was reading this book, and it was a library book, I'm reading this book, and I'm wanting to jot notes in the margins and highlight <laughs> spots. Yeah. I didn't because it was a library <laughs> book. <laughs> but I did buy a copy. She warms my social work. But I did buy a, she I did really buy a does. copy. And I will tell you that I am yeah, yeah, really love it. So I have a feeling I'll probably read one of those this summer too. Um which is a little out of my wheelhouse. But um really gosh man I was really impressed. It's good. I was yeah, really impressed. So nice. Well, we all hope that you have a wonderful summer. We've got a lot of upcoming episodes that are going to be great. Hopefully we can get Miss Sophie Best and um, John and Mark Adamson on the podcast yeah. this summer yeah, talking about reading. So that's going to be really good. So, yeah, pick up a book this summer. And, you know, if you see a librarian on the beach, don't bother them because they're busy. <laughs> <laughs> and, remember, and remember to sign up for summer reading. Yes, we May 28th. Adult summer reading program. So we do. That's make sure good you prizes. sign up. For so I'll reading. have a, I'll have a link in this podcast that'll head you to our website so that way you can sign up for summer reading. So yeah, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Awesome, thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Novel Ideas: The Library Podcast is presented by the Derby Public Library of Derby, Kansas. Our theme music is by Jay Atherton, and our podcast logo was designed by Chloe Brown. Visit our website to look up books review your accounts, and see library events. Our library blog is full of book reviews, new releases, and personal notes from our librarians. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to see upcoming events, pictures, links, and more from the library community. And if you haven't yet, sign up for our monthly newsletter so you can get reminders and updates sent right to your email.
Read on, patrons, and have an awesome day.